right, welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. We have lots to talk about. I got something going. I got something cooking here. This is the big leagues. It's New York. I said I was in the worst neighborhood, man. I said I had a near-death experience. Crazy? Robert, if you've been through what I've been through in the past month, you'd be, you'd be crazy too. What's up, everybody? Let's have a great day today. Let's have a great show. What do we have here? November 1st, Halloween, gone. See you later. Not one trick-or-treater at my house, so now what do I have? All the candy there. I pass by it every single moment when I'm in that house. I'm like, just throw it out. Just throw it out, but I got the goods there. This is really good stuff. And in case I want to maybe do a little smoky smoke, I got the candy, but... You know, I haven't been really smoking that much. I've been trying to stay away from it. It's not like I have anything against pot at all. I really don't. I hate when I go into the city and that's all I smell. I really think that pot in public still should be illegal. Like you can't smoke in public. And it makes sense though, right? Because you can't, I can't just walk around with a can of Budweiser in New York City, start guzzling it, you know? Just train walking into stores. Hey, what's going on? Drinking a can of Bud. No, you can't do that can have an open container. You shouldn't be able to just smoke pot just freely like that. You know, you want to do it within your private quarters? Yeah, I think that it should be legal then in that way, but not smoking outside because it smells like like weed. And who wants to smell weed all the time? I don't want to be walking in the city, going into the park, and all I do is smell weed. It's no good. It's really no good, but I got this candy and I got to get rid of it. I really do. I don't know what to do with it. I, I, I sit there and I talk to it. You want to go? You know, you're going you're gonna to bother me because I'm going to throw you right in the garbage. And then I'm thinking, I can't throw Reese's Pieces in the garbage because I know what's going to happen. One night I'm going to want them. Whatever. Whatever. You know, I did hear something about this, though. This was really something that makes a lot of sense because I fast and I don't eat. Sometimes I go on that 20 hour kick. I haven't been doing as much now, maybe on the 15, 16 hour thing because I lost the weight that I really want to do. And, but I really think, and I, and, th- and I heard this, I re- actually I read this, you should always be fasting, not all the time, but like once a month, twice a month, do it. Because it tells your body, tells your brain that you're in charge. That you have the ability to say, we're not gonna eat like that. Because you always have your brain telling you things that you should, that, you know, negative stuff, obviously. It's always a constant battle. That's why that saying, like I said, that Jim Rohn says, you know, stand guard to the door to your mind. Really think about that. When I hear that, stand guard to the door to your mind, I actually, I, I actually think that I have a security guy, six foot six guy. I mean, he's beefed up. Might as well be the rock, right? Might as well be the rock sitting at the door to my mind and not allowing all this negative stuff to come in. And I fired a lot of people in my brain. A lot of guys, a lot of security guards, in and out. You know, you think that they're good, tell me that they're black belts, tell me that they could keep anybody out. They never work out. I'm going through security guards all day long. And I, you know, accepting applications too. It's horrible. Another thing that I've stopped doing, 
And I really think this is the key to success in life. If you really want to be an entrepreneur, if you really want to be successful, and you really want to stop talking about it and really do it, one of the things is you have to stop watching TV because it's just mindless, it's useless, and it just wastes time. Think about if you really, really put it in perspective, how much time you have spent in front of the TV when you could have been doing so many different other things. Whatever talents that you may have, have, that you may have right now, the potential that you have to do things. Maybe you want to write a book, that book that you've been talking about that oh, I should write a book. Well, why don't you? Sit down and actually do the work. Sit down for an hour. Put your phone aside. Don't put the emails on your laptop. No notifications or anything. See what happens for one hour. I guarantee you, you'll start seeing progress. And, I, and, you know, really think about all of these talents that we have inside of ourselves, but we just don't let out. And one of the reasons why, in my opinion, is fear. Fear of what other people think. And it, we, we constantly do that. What is this person going to think? What are my friends going to think? What's going to happen to all these friends on a group chat if I put myself out there? Are they going to make fun of me? Who cares? Who cares? Do you? You know, it's one of the, the other things that I'm doing. I'm just, I'm canceling everybody out. I'm tuning people out on the outside world. And I just want to, con you know, consistently work on myself. When you're doing things on yourself, the only person that you have to now held accountable if things don't get done is you. But back to this TV thing. It's a mess. It's a nightmare. How, first of all, and I've said this so many times, how many hours so far in my life that I've spent now since the advent of streaming that I sit there and I can't find something and all I'm doing is searching, searching, searching. Trailer after trailer after trailer. This looks good. Now it doesn't look good. Five minutes gone just watching the trailer, searching it to get to the trailer. Now I'm on to the next. Another 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And then you look and you're like, well, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Are we, are we really going to sit here and you're going to let me search? Because usually sometimes you're watching TV with someone, right? I throw the remote. Here, your turn. I can't do this anymore. I can't. And then when you do find something, it's all nonsense. You're just wasting talent away. I'm going to play a clip for you by Les Brown here. Really listen to this because every time I hear this, it really hits home to me. I want you to really think about this. This is about, okay, what he's about to talk about here is people, right? There's going to be a day, unfortunately, that you're going to be on your deathbed. Hopefully that you're on your deathbed and you're awake being on your deathbed because you have no idea what tomorrow could bring anyway, right? That's why you got to stop wasting so much time. You could be into a car accident tomorrow and gone like that. No goodbyes, no anything. But what he says here, men, women, you know, the ideal thing is to have all your loved ones around you when you are dying, right? Praying for you before you get up into heaven. I'm going to play this clip for you. Really listen to this. Really listen to what he says here. Because I think that it resonates so much and it really puts in perspective, hey, what are you doing with your life? What are you wasting all this time, all this hidden talent that you have? It's going to be wasted away because you won't get off your ass and do something. Stop procrastinating. Stop saying you'll put it over for tomorrow. Today is not a better day in the world to start. 
than right now. Right now. Here, listen to this clip by Les Brown. The ideal situation for a man or woman to die is to have family members praying with them as they cross over. He said, but imagine, if you will, being on your deathbed and standing around your bed, the ghost of the dreams, the ideas, the abilities, the talents given to you by life and that you, for whatever reason, you never went after that dream. You never acted on those ideas. You never used those talents. You never used those gifts. And there they are standing around your bed looking at you with large angry eyes saying, we came to you and only you could have given us life. And now we must die with you forever. I mean, that is real deep right there, right? You think about that. There you are. And all this hidden talent that you had, that book that you wanted to write, that author, right? Whoever you are, you are you're an author. You have that in you. Or that person that was a musician but didn't want to pick up the guitar because, you know what, didn't feel right. Or you were nervous that you didn't want to play it because, God forbid, somebody heard you play it and then would tell you, well, you should, what are you doing picking up that guitar? You're not, you're not a musician. Put that down. And you listen to these people. And you listen to the negative thoughts that are in your head. I mean, let's not, let's not kid each other, right? Your worst critic, your worst enemy is yourself. That's why I keep saying you have to constantly, constantly work on yourself, right? You have to read the books. You have to go to the seminars. You have to watch the videos, whatever it has to be. But you have to continuously better yourself. Learn the language, right? Learn different vocabulary. What I do is as soon as I hear something that I don't know, I put it right in my phone and the definition. And then I try to use it and implement it in different scenarios. So then I can now, you know, expand my vocabulary. And why would you not? Why wouldn't you want to better yourself? I'll tell you why. Because it takes work. And no one wants to work. No one wants to put that effort in. And the people that do are the people that are Elon Musk, right? Those are the people. Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, right? Jeff Bezos. The people that actually sit there and do the work. Joe Rogan. You know, you sit there and you watch Joe Rogan and he's sitting there in his sweatpants and his sweatshirt and everything. But that guy gets up and he does the work, right? Successful people do the work. You know, what we're just playing right there and I'm going to play a clip for you now. This is from Denzel Washington, who, you know, if you listen to him and you, and you go on YouTube or Rumble, whatever you like to stream, just listen to some of the Denzel Washington speeches because he's amazing. And, you know, I was listening to, I was going to court this morning and it's unbelievable that I'm still an attorney here. I, I, I'm going to court and I, all I do is listen to tapes because all I'm trying to do, like I said, is I'm working on myself. I have goals and that's extremely important. You could have dreams, but without goals, they're just fantasies, right? They're just thoughts. You have to have goals with those dreams. But listen to what he says here <clears throat> about dying, about, you know, thinking you have time, thinking that you could keep putting things off, right? 
Just listen to what he says here. Or thinking that you have, you know, that it doesn't matter. I'll take everything with me. You're not. Here, watch. You'll never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. I'll say it again. You'll never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. I don't care how much money you make, you can't take it with you. Don't care how much money you make, you can't take it with you. Doesn't matter how much you're collecting, you can't take it with you, right? And it's so true, you never see a hearse with following, uh, U-Haul following a hearse. What are you gonna do? Put all your riches? That's why you gotta enjoy life. Live it to the fullest. And stop, like I said, like Les Brown said, stop having all this talent wasted. You know, the, the most valuable place that you'll find dreams, you'll find ideas, the most valuable place is the graveyard. Because that's where people die. And all the dreams that people never really, you know, came to fruition, they all rest right there at the graveyard. Think about how many dreams have been lost and now are lying dormant in those graves. Think about all that talent. Those could-be's. You could have been the best. You could have done this. And they're all now sitting there, six feet deep, never going to be exposed to the world. There's so much talent in that graveyard, so much talent that no one has ever seen. And I guarantee you those people, they died, a majority of them, I don't know, maybe 95% of them with regret. You know, I always say that that's the thing I say. I never want to be on the porch when I'm, say, 80 years old, God willing. And I look back in my life and say, I should have done this or I should have done that. Those days are gone. This is it. You got one life here. You better start living. You better start doing. Because again, it's November 1st, 2022. Here we are. Elections coming up, November 8th. That means Joe Biden won two years ago. Are you kidding me? Two years have gone by like that? Actually, how's this? Donald Trump hasn't been president in two years. It seems like a lifetime ago that he was president. It really is something on how all of a sudden time just slips right by you. It really is. Steve Harvey says this too. This is something else because I, I keep telling you this. Happiness is a choice and you really have to start believing that, right? Whenever you have these negative thoughts that are coming in, it's really, it's very easy to stop them. You just have to be cognizant of what's happening, what's taking place. But so many of us, we love living in that negative state. We love it. So many people love living in a negative state that they try to bring you down there with them. Hey, we got a lot of room down here. Oh yeah, don't go. Oh no, 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 don't try to do that. Don't open up your own business. It's gonna, you're gonna fail, you're gonna lose all your money. Come down over here, hang out. Got some coffee for you. Oh yeah, Starbucks, blonde, everything, whatever you want, cappuccino. Well, a little, you know, latte, whatever, but we got it right down here in the world of negativity, right? In the world of all broken dreams, and unfulfilled dreams. But I, I'm going to explain to you, because he puts it great on how much and how simplistic you could break it down on happiness just being a choice. He says, you know, and which is true, obviously, you know, your brain has two parts, right? It has a good and it has a bad, 
right? It has a positive, it has a negative. And in those two sides, there's millions of factory workers, millions of ideas, but they're, they really are the, the, the factory workers. They're working day in and day out, 24 seven. And controlling those millions of factory workers, on one side there's a foreman, and on the other side there's a foreman. There's a good foreman, and then there's a bad foreman, right? And they're just waiting. When you go to sleep is when they take off, right? They're off. But as soon as you awake, it's time for them to go to work. And depending on what you say when you get up, right? And for example, you wake up and you start stretching like, ah, I don't feel like getting out of bed today. Today's, I'm not, today's not gonna be a good day. I could just feel it, right? Right away, what happens? Negative foreman, right? All right, everybody. All right, listen up, listen up here. Steve Harvey is the best. So listen up here, everybody. The boss man upstairs, he's having a bad day, so we gotta start to get to work. Gotta start doing what the boss man wants up there, right? And then what starts happening? More negative thoughts start coming in, right? That's because that's how you're exactly starting the day. And then you start looking at the alarm clock. Oh man, I don't wanna get up here. Let me snooze it one more time. And you get up out of bed and you're just slugging around, right? I gotta go to work, I know what's gonna happen, I'm gonna be stuck in traffic, and then maybe you're taking a train into work, which is even worse, and I gotta see all those people on a train, I don't really wanna talk to all those people and then be stuck in traffic, this is gonna be a horrible day. And that foreman and those, those workers, those millions of millions of workers, they're chugging along, they're putting the coal into the Titanic, right? They're making that engine keep churning. And one negative thought will lead into the other. But now here's the thing, right? Take it back and you wake up and then you start thinking positive and you start, we wake up and you say to yourself, today's going to be a great day. Today's going to be one of the best days of my life. Now what happens? Negative foreman's gone. They're still out. Nope. We don't need you today. Now you got positive foreman, right? He starts telling, all right, boss man, it's feeling good. The sun is shining, fellas. Let's go. Start sprinkling that water. Let's start feeding these plants. Let's start feeding the positivity that's coming in. And you wake up, right? Today's going to be a great day. I'm going to get some new clients today. If you have your own business, right? If you may be a real estate mortgage broker or whatever it may be, a real estate broker, I'm going to sell some houses today. Oh, I can't wait. Maybe today I'm going to start my diet. I'm going to start eating healthy. Let's start going. Let's let the good times go. I can't wait to get to work today. Because you want to know why? Because I got a job. At least I have a job. At least I get to go talk to people. Man, there's some people that can't even walk. Because they don't even have two legs or they're walking with a limp. Maybe they hurt themselves. And now they're stuck in bed. I get to go to work. I get to go make money. I get to have a choice on what goes on in my mind. It's the most simplest thing in the world, but so many of us don't get the concept. They can't grasp it. It really is a choice. Happiness is just a choice. You have to keep understanding that. That has to be instilled into your head. Don't think that all of a sudden that you could just start like that doing it. Why? Because negative foremen, well, they wanna work. They don't want to just sit there. They're there for a reason, baby, right? The devil's there lurking and they want to work. You sure you want to go to work today? You sure you want to, why don't you go back to bed? Take it easy today. Don't worry about, we got this boss, man. 
we got this. No, no, you don't got this. You're good night. I'm laying you off. You're getting all pink slips. I'm handing out pink slips like it's going out of style in my brain. Right? I'm rehiring the security guard. I'm handing out pink slips. Oh, we're working overtime over there. And that's it. But here's the thing. If you want success, you got to work hard. That's it. You have to work your tail off. You can't just think that life and success is just going to come to you. You have people like Elon Musk, like I keep saying, and I love Elon Musk because I love what he's doing with Twitter. I think it's absolutely fantastic because he's just shoving it up, you know what, all these I really don't want to get into politics. I really don't. But what he's doing is just, I love it. God bless you, Elon. I love you. I love you. I love you. Yes. But anyway, he works 80, 90 hours a week. That's why he's the richest man in the world. Right? You see the people that are successful. They're not sitting home watching TV. They're not watching Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, House of Dragons, all this nonsense that absolutely does nothing for you. They're sitting there saying, I want to be successful. I have a goal. You have to start writing down goals. Write them down. Put them in your iPhone. Put them in your notes. Then take a screenshot and make that your screensaver. When you look at your phone all the time, boom, right away you see everything, all your goals. That's what you got to start doing. You got to start training your brain. You got to start thinking differently. Here's Denzel Washington talking about how you have to work hard. Now, again, think about this. This is Denzel Washington. He lives in a $26 million home. He's one of the most famous people in the world. And it's all from hard work. Here, listen to him. You've heard the saying, we don't plan to fail. We fail to plan. Hard work works. Working really hard is what successful people do. Here's another thing that you need to understand, right? If you want to be successful, you need to study people that are successful. That's the, that's the key. LaDainian Tomlinson, he's a former running back for the San Diego Chargers, who is a Hall of Fame running back. But what he said, and I heard him say it one time, is you have to study greatness to become great. You have to see what those people that became great were doing. And then that's what you do. Then you take that and then you put it into your own repertoire, right? You want to see what not working looks like. You want to see someone who's a victim. You want to see what not working hard and being, you know, someone like, actually, let's just call it what it is, a baby. This is not a real man that I'm about to show you. This is someone that wants everything handed to them. This is a Starbucks employee complaining about working eight hours a day and only working 25 hours a week, right? Part-time. Think about this person. When you see this, think about and ask yourself, is this person going to be rich? Is this person going to be wealthy? Do you think this person is going to live a happy life, right? Think about what side of the brain is talking to this person here. Here, watch. People wonder why we need a union at Starbucks and I am literally about to quit. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but like, I really want to. I almost walked out today and I'm crying in the back room right now and I almost cried on the floor. It's just, <laughs> I like, I get, I'm like a full-time student. I get scheduled for 25 hours a week and then on weekends they schedule me the entire day open to close. I'm on the schedule for eight and a half hours. <laughs> 
both Saturday and Sunday. I'm like three and a half hours into my shift. There's so many customers and we have four people on the floor all day. It makes me want to throw up. Makes me want to throw up. Get a pair of balls. Grab your balls and make sure that they're still down there. Because I don't know what you're doing, Evan. All right? You're crying. You're making a video and crying about working too hard at Starbucks. What are you doing? Come on, somebody. Get this guy a pumpkin latte, please. What are we doing? What do you need, Evan? Your little, you know, little apple cider? Extra. Give him a little extra, extra whipped cream. Okay? A little hot cocoa. What are we talking about? But that's what society now is starting to breed. These people that think that they're entitled to things are working too hard. Get to work. I don't want to hear your crap. Eight hour week, eight hour day shifts. That's the norm. What do you want to do? Work three hours and then go, go to bed? Eight hours. You're only working 25 for the week. All right? It's basically three days. And in four days, you're off. And you're complaining. You're complaining. How about this? Don't work. Don't work then. I don't know what to tell you. Or stop complaining. I'm telling you right now, if one of my friends ever made that video, I would annihilate him. I would make fun of that kid all day long if that was my friend. It's really unbelievable. But here's the thing. You got to do the work. Don't be that guy. Every day that you say that I'm not going to put in the work, think of Evan from Starbucks. All right, listen, let's wrap it up here. November 1st, if you get a chance, go on to our YouTube channel, subscribe, share the show, helps out, Rumble, streaming all over on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it. And with that being said, November 1st, in the books, I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the piece of shit show. <laughs>